Welcome to The Founder's Mentality, a startup podcast. My name is Josh Feedy. I will be your host on these shows. I've brought together some of my friends to discuss what it means to create a business, to take an idea and build your dreams. On this eighth episode of The Founder's Mentality, I am joined by Clarence Bathia of Techstars fame, uh, founder of Upsy. He's bringing to us a truly inspiring story about starting his first business and all the trials and tribulations that went into getting it going. Let's have a conversation. Hey everybody, welcome to The Founder's Mentality, episode eight. Uh, Today I am super excited to have the guest that I have on. This is a person I've been begging to get on this show for the last six to seven months now. He's incredibly busy. Very hard to pin down, but we're kind of doing a, a double feature today because he was just the guest on my friend Mick Labador's uh, Coffee and Closers just upstairs from my office, and I figured, look, you're already in the space. You might as well come down and do this show with me. So uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself and give you a little bit of information about his company, but pay attention. This is somebody that everybody should be paying very close attention to. So Clarence, welcome to the show. Man, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Um, Clarence Bathia, founder and CEO of Upsy, I'm based here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, Upsy is just trying to solve the warranty problem for consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, con- most consumers don't know when you go to the register at a, at a big box store, they're paying as much as 900% more than they should. <laughs> um, there's no transparency and service sucks because we all take our receipt home and we put it in a shoebox. Yeah. Um, and Upsy is just trying to solve those con- consumer pain points. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that there was a problem in the warranty industry. So thank you for informing me about that. I always found it to be a, such a delightful experience with all my other warranty experiences. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously there's a pain point there, right? And so uh, the founder's mentality, this is a totally unscripted show. And the reason I do it this way is, A, I don't want anybody to come in here with any pre-recorded snippets that they want to get out there. I want this to be real conversation. I think that people find the most value in this show in just the organic way that things unfold here. But at its core, what I like to focus in on is what is entrepreneurship? What does this mean from a life perspective, from a financial perspective, from hardship perspective, right? And you are somebody that I, I think we originally met maybe a year, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, I've gone to a handful of events that you've spoken at. Uh, you are always one of my favorite people to hear speak. Thank you. And the reason for that, and one of the comments I made upstairs after you were done with Coffee and Closers is, is you are one of the most genuine and authentic people I've ever met in my life. Thank you. Um, you are incredibly welcoming. You are incredibly open to conversations with everybody. Um, you're very giving of your time, but you're also good at protecting your time. And I respect all of that about you very much. Um, but you have just catapulted, you've catapulted, you had an idea and you went for it. I want to know where, where did this idea for your business first come from? When did it become critical that you even focus on this and this become something that you go all in on? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I was fortunate enough to be mentored by, um, the former CEO in, in in a consumer electronic industry. And that's kind of what gave me uh, some insight to the problem. Um, and, and I still remember in the early days, I was like, is this a problem or is this not a problem? Or is this just a, 
is this just a thing that's really not that big of a problem to people? Right. Um, I remember the, the agency, so we, we work with this company called Curb Krauser. Um, their agency, they do um, General Mills, they do Kroger's, they do a ton of brands. Yep. Um, and they did uh, um, a, a research thing. It was about 30,000 customers. Yep. And they said, like, they asked very specific questions behind the warranty industry. And it was some crazy number, like 98% came back and was like, hate the warranty industry. If it was different, I would buy, right? Sure. And um, that was, it was kind of a light bulb. I was like, okay, like, so this is a real problem for real people. Um, how, how do we go up against the entrenched industry that's been there for 50 years doing it the same way? Right. And I mean, it's clear that it was a problem, right? And the metrics were out there that there was a problem, but why were you the one that decided I'm the one that's going to solve this problem? Where did that come from? Um, you know, I, I think that I am um, bullheaded enough to think that I could, I could, I could solve the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. So when, when I saw a place where consumers were being taken advantage of, yeah. um, it, I think it just innately, it was just something to me. It was like, Hey, why don't you try to solve this problem? And if you fail, yeah. like you're still probably gonna end up in a better place if you don't try. Yeah. No, I think that that's, that's a huge thing. Uh, a huge conversation that I've had with multiple founders is what's the worst thing that can possibly happen if I try this, and it fails. What is failure? Right. In many uh, founders' experiences, failure either means you leapfrog people you used to work with, and now you have a promotion at a company that maybe it would have taken you 15 years to get to that level, or maybe it propels you into a better new business that you're going to be starting, right? right? There really is no downside to this. Right. There's definitely moments where it's terrifying. Right. And I don't want to get into these details. If people want to get into these details, please watch Coffee and Closers that you were just on. The right. I don't even want to talk about it right now because I'm going to start welling up again <laughs> because I've been there with you. Right. I've done the. I've been in the exact same situation, right. um, and it's not a fun place. Entrepreneurship has its ups and downs. The most important thing, and I want to give you a moment to talk about this. The most important thing I've found, and I know that we share this, is uh, having a supportive wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be doing any of the things that I'm doing right now without my wife. She is the person that tells me that I'm good enough and that I'm going to succeed and gives me the freedom that I need to be all in with what I'm doing. Talk about your experience with that a little bit. Yeah, man. Look, I'm I'm fortunate, man. I'm married to a phenomenal woman who like gives me the, the latitude to, to be me, right? Mm-hmm. And to be who I need to be for this business to go where it needs to go. Um, and I'm, I'm a big advocate for, you know, like hiring well mm-hmm. is good, mm-hmm. but marrying well is better. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I definitely married up yep. and, and, and found a, a woman that, um, you know, two totally different sides of the tracks yeah. we come from. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you talk about somebody that believe. And, and, and me and just me as a human being, yeah. um, she she's definitely that support system for me. Yeah. So it's, it's important. No. And I've met your wife. And I agree with all the things that you just said. You definitely married up. Yep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I did. Um, <laughs> no, I did. Seriously, I did. <laughs> no, but I think that, you know, everybody needs a shot right. in, in this life and in this world and especially in entrepreneurship. And I remember the day that somebody gave me my first true shot, right? Right. I mean, there's been a handful of people in my life that have believed in me uh, verbally, but the first time somebody actually said, I really believe in what you're doing, and here's a check that shows how much I believe in this, go chase your dreams. 
I remember literally falling on the floor in a caribou coffee at 11 p.m. at night, right. right? Just hustling, trying to figure out how I can get this business to the next stage, knowing that if I don't raise any money, I'm never going to get there. Right. I remember the moment that happened. I remember asking the people that were running the Starbucks, just begging them for one more minute while I'm on the phone call with somebody who's just promised me a whole new life, right? right? Talk about some of the, the moments in your life where somebody has given you a chance that really just made you believe more in yourself and your abilities. Yeah, yeah. I, I spoke about it at Coffee and Closers. I spoke about you know how I was fortunate enough to be uh, mentored by under former 50, top 50 CEO. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think that was one like critical point in my life. Um, you know, I think marrying my wife was like a really critical point in my life because it was it was somebody that didn't quite get me and didn't quite understand me. Yeah. Um, but she saw something right. in me, right? And and I think a, a lot of us, the, the truth is, in any mentor situation, we're we're, we're kind of like batting outside of our league a little bit. Yes. Um, if you're if you're with the right mentor, right? Absolutely. And the right people. So, um, you know, so so her believing in me before I believe in believed in myself is really important. Um, you know, like I mean, our our investors, you know, like how critical they are to the growth of Upsy. You yeah. know, I, I look at. An investor who invests ten thousand dollars, same way I look at an investor who invests a million bucks. Like yes. to me, they're 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 equal, um, and they get the same time. If, if either one of them call, both of them gonna get an answer. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I think when people trust you with their money, um, and and no matter what level that is, yeah. um, you know they're believing something that that you probably can't even see in yourself. Absolutely. And look, I mean, the for you, I, I made this comment. You're when I see you speak at events, your investors show up. And that's impressive. I mean, that's really something that inspires me um, and just proves the value that you bring to the table, right? Because they want to be there. They want to be your cheerleader. Not everybody has that happening in this scene. But I think that the number one thing that every uh, founder and entrepreneur out there should be paying attention to in you specifically is maintaining that relationship with your investors because you are absolutely correct. It doesn't matter if it's a dollar they've invested or $500,000 that they've invested. That is somebody that believes in you. That is someone that might potentially believe in you more when you need more money down the road, right? right? And there have been many investors that I've met with in my journey that have made the comment, don't be like that other group that I invested in. Don't take this money and not be accountable to me. I want to know what's happening. And it amazes me when I hear that that's actually a thing. Yeah. That founders will take somebody's money and disappear. Right. No updates. No, no. here's right. what we're doing. Here's right. where we're going. The only time they ever hear from them again is when they need more money. And guess what happens? They don't get more money. Right. Right? So, I mean, when, when, how early on did you learn that this constant communication and these updates to your investors was going to be critical to your success? For me, it was a whole life thing. So it was like, I've always been okay with you give me something, I'm be accountable. You know, mm-hmm. like I spoke earlier about, you know, selling nickel bags of weed. Right. Like the weed didn't just pop out of the air. Right. <laughs> like, you're, like, like, like you're accountable to somebody who gave that to you. Absolutely. And so, and, and, and to be honest with you, the stakes are so much higher. Yes. With that than it is ever with yeah. the millions of dollars we've raised. Right. right. So yeah. I, um, for me, I, I just think it's good business to, you know, monthly updates, yeah. um, you know, whenever they call, pick up the phone. And, and a lot of times, you know, if you do a great job at a monthly update, yeah. like 
that you won't hear from them. No. Like you, you just won't hear from them because they're like, I know everything that's going on with the business yeah. Um, yeah. if you do a, a pretty good monthly update. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, I, I see a lot of founders miss that boat because yeah. they're like, they get stuck in this, I'm so busy, yeah. but they don't understand like you need those people to continue on. Like at some point, I got to go back to them. Yeah. And if I'm if I'm in a business that's growing, yep. I got to go back to them and say I need more money to do what I do. Yeah. Um. And I see so many founders drop the ball there. It's just not it's not smart. You you got to do that. You might not even need any more money. You might just need them to open one critical door for you. You know the the people that we're um you know taking investments from they didn't get to that point in their life just on happenstance. Exactly. It wasn't luck. Right. They busted out. Everything they had to do as well. And they got to a level where they could be investors in companies, right? right. They deserve that, but they also have incredible networks right. uh, that they want to bring you to the table on, but not if you're not going to be right. A great partner. With them. Yeah. And you it's know? a partnership, right? Like yeah. we are, when you take money from investors, it's not, bad investors make it about leverage. Yep. Same way bad founders make it about leverage. Absolutely. Like, like our deal is hot. Yep. You're lucky I'm letting you in. Or <laughs> your deal is not so hot, you're lucky I'm giving you money. Yeah. Like great investors, you know, you, you saw Brennan Townley who who ended up speaking on the mic for a second up there. Yeah. And you know, like he, he shows up to a lot of stuff that I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not it's not a you invested in me so I owe you or you know, our round is hot, so right. you owe me. Right. Um we're 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 truly friends. Yeah. And it's it's we've had conversations like, hey man, if I lose your money, right. I still want to be friends. It's like, man, I got into this thinking I'm going to lose my money, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think when you're doing it right, you start to build something deeper yeah. than than just an investor and investee deal. I've had multiple, and I've met with I've met with him before. He's a great guy. Um, I've had multiple investors say, "We don't invest in the business; we invest in the founder." founder. That's yeah. what it is. And I think that that is hands down where you've found your success. We're not celebrating. You raising all this money. That's not, we don't celebrate that, right? I'm not celebrating my current raise. That's right. not a celebration. That's not success. Right. Now I just have more people I'm accountable to. Right. Now I just have more reasons that this can't fail. Right. That's more stress. Right. I'm not going to celebrate more stress in my life right now. Right. But I am going to celebrate the fact that I get to go to that next level, right? Right. But in you being as genuine and authentic as you've been, that's why people want to invest in you, right? right. I would invest in you. If I didn't have a business right now that I had to put everything I have into, I would absolutely invest in you because I believe even if it's not this, I want to be the first person you call on the next thing, right? right? I know you're going to do it. I don't know if this is it. I feel pretty good this is it. Uh, Me too. You should. (laughs) You should. But if this isn't it, I know it's going to happen for you and I would want to be there myself for that. So I think... You know, just being able to show your true, authentic self and be a person. It's no different in sales than it is in entrepreneurship. It's all sales, right? right? But we need to build a relationship. We need to build trust. We're not going to move to the next stage if we don't have those things, right? right? If you don't believe in me, if you don't think I'm the person for this job, but really what that comes down to is the job of a CEO. And I know you don't like using the term CEO, and I Totally share that with you. When Mick even asked the question, who in here is a CEO? I kind of did the half hand raise, right? right. Um, because it doesn't re- really mean that much. But the important things about a CEO in my mind, and, and tell me if you uh, agree or if you have other thoughts on this, but I think that, that a CEO has two jobs. Number one, to build a great team, mm-hmm. right? And, and to be that sounding board for that team, to continue to build that team in whatever capacity that is. 
And number two, to make sure that there's always money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Those in my mind, very simple breakdown. That's the job of a CEO. Right. You've been crushing it on both those fronts. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. We're we're, we're it's it's a work in progress. Like I sure. I I always caution people against like saying I'm crushing it. Sure. Because at the end of the day, like we're all like one payroll miss away from. I get it. From from going out of business. So yeah. Yep. Um, and I would add a third. Sure. To that. Um, I think both of those are correct. Um, and I think third is like setting a vision that's clear. Absolutely. Um, and it's really hard for founders to sometimes set that vision because our minds, the way our minds work, yeah. like we, yeah. we're just thinking about so much all the time. Right. Um, but to be able to give a clear vision, like this is where we're headed. Yep. Um, and like, I don't care how we get there. Yep. Right. Cause like tech's going to change, team's going to change. Um, but man, like this vision is really clear and something that's attainable. Yep. I always say, like great founders can see up the block and around the corner yep. and you need investors who can just see up the block. Right. Yep. And you got to take them yep. around the corner with you. Absolutely. I would say, and I know that we share this cause you mentioned it as well. I know you believe you work with the best team in Minnesota, but I believe I work with the best team in Minnesota. <laughs> as, you, as you should. Um, look, it's, I couldn't have done any of the things that I've done without my team. Right. I think that you need to surround yourself, not just from an advisory perspective, but from your team, you right. need to put the right people in the right place to do the right thing. And then more important than anything, you need to just trust right. that they're going to do the right thing. Right. And I think that we've both found success in finding people that are smart enough to do what they're supposed to do. And also uh, trust that we can trust them enough that they are doing what they're supposed to do. Right. right. You mentioned earlier that your bullshit meter is at an all time high. It is. It's an important skill to have, it is. right? I mean, uh, tell me about some maybe hard decisions that you've had to make over over the last couple of years doing this. Yeah, you know what? Probably one of the hardest. I won't say any name because I, I don't want to. Like, I'm not mm -mm. here to, to bash anybody. Mm -mm. Um, I, I was making like a really big executive hire. Yeah. Um, and it was like it was it was months. It was like dinners. It was you know a lot of phone conversations, a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Um, and you know, when, when you're hiring like a high level person, you go from like, Hey, let's court each other and dinner to when it's time to negotiate, yeah. like you, you get on different sides of the table. Right. Yeah. And you have to do that. And, um, you know, long story short in the end, like we had went through all of this, you know, four or five months of back and forth. Yeah. And in the end, you know, like shy of one signature pretty much, um, I backed out and I said, Hey, I don't, I don't think this is the right thing for the company. Probably like I, I've had hard decisions in my life. I've had hard decisions like running up. See, yep. um, this was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever made because I had just a, a ton of respect for this person. Yeah. And I had got, have grown to like love this person more than anything. And, um, but my gut was like wrong decision. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, um, yeah, I, for a month after that, I, 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 I wasn't fully depressed, but I was semi like right there. I was like right on the edge yeah. of depression because, um, I felt like this person was, was capable yeah. and you question yourself and you say, is this Clarence being like, like too sensitive right. or is, is my gut telling me the right things? You know, you, you go through all that emotion, all those emotions yeah. and, um, you know, after I got out of that, I was like, okay, that, that was the right decision. I made the right decision. It hurt and yeah. it sucked, but it was the right decision. So that was, you know, I, I think as entrepreneurs, we're always making many hard decisions every day. Yeah. 
Um, but that was probably, that's one that sticks out yeah. to me. You talked about, you know, following your gut when you were just on mix show. Um, I think that that's a critically important thing for any founder, right? I mean, we are, we're okay with risk right. as entrepreneurs. We aren't doing this if we're not okay with risk. Right. Um, play what plays into that a lot is just trusting your judgment, trusting what your gut is telling you. Um, it seems like you've refined that really well, right? Um, so in that case, you definitely made the right choice. I mean, have you ever, and you don't have to name specific names or name specific instances, but has there ever been a time throughout this course where your gut told you not to do something and you did it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, look, I've, I've made more st- mistakes than I, I probably care to even talk about. Like, yeah. like I've made so many mistakes, and I, you know, and whether that been hiring, um, whether that's been about you know marketing decision we made where we're spending you know we're spending a ton of money and like mm-hmm. I'm like this feels right and not mm-hmm. listening to my gut yeah um, you know there's been a lot of you know one of the things that 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 has been able to sharpen that skill is understanding that I know what I know yeah and and not wavering from that and even when an expert quote unquote yeah comes to you and say. Well, in my expert opinion, you should be doing X. You right. know, we, we, we did we once did an influencer marketing campaign and the um this expert influencer marketing was like, I was like, Hey man, like everything we need to do is in tech. It needs to be like tech focused. Yep. Da da da. And a, and the guy said to me, No, he's like, you know, I've been doing this for ten years, right? Like, no, we need to no, we need to have you on a makeup channel, we need to have you on <laughs> a guy's fitness channel, da 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 and my gut was screaming. Right. Clarence, no. Run. Like, don't yeah. like do what you know is right. Yeah. Um, but again, I I, I was like, Oh, he's an expert. Yeah. And yeah. um that we did one tech channel and then the rest of the channels we did, like the other stuff they recommend, yeah. well, our channel just blew blew it out the water. It was it right. wasn't even close. Right. And I remember thinking at the campaign, I was like, Clarence, you knew this was the right answer. Yeah. But because he said it, he used the word expert, mm-hmm. you were like, oh, like Clarence is humble enough to listen to the experts. Right. Um, and that just really like, made me be like, OK, Clarence, look, you know what you know because you know this business. Yeah. Don't get caught up in the expert thing. No, absolutely. All right. So this is a, uh, a bragging moment for me. And I know you. I know you're not going to brag about this. But this is my first guest on the Founders Mentality that has been a part of Techstars. Oh, wow. And that's a pretty big deal as far as I'm concerned. What was that like for you? What was that like for your business? Right, um, it was amazing, man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm the founder they send to when their founders on like the edge of doing it or not doing it. Yeah, I'm the founder they send in to close the deal. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was amazing, man. As I said upstairs, when we got into TechStars, when we found out, like we were like first we were like going through the process of getting in. Yeah, we understood what that green shirt meant, yep. right? And we understood, like, I've seen other founders have success off that green shirt. Yep. And I just thought there was no way we were going to There's no way, like, founder in Minnesota, the year before they had zero founders based out of Minnesota. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm a black founder. I'm just like, there's no way, like, right. they're going to let me in. And fortunate enough, we, we, we got through it and we got in. And it was, I remember after the first week, I told Katie, who was just me and Katie at the time, I told Katie, I said, we have a chance to do something special yeah. because of what we're learning here. I mean, that first week it was so action packed and, you know, OKRs and KPIs and all this stuff that I think we fundamentally thought about, yeah. but we didn't know how to do it. Yep. 
Uh, and I remember at the first week, I was just like, man, I was like, Katie, like, like we're about to do this. Like, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. The full program was unbelievable. You meet so many great mentors. Your know, mentor madness is is phenomenal. I mean, you, you meet with 150 of the smartest people yep. that you could meet with. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're, you're around other founders from around the country um, that that you know are similar stage of you yeah. that are kind of going through the same problems you're going through right now. Yeah. Um, and so you, you build up so much camaraderie yeah. with each other because yeah. you're there for 13 weeks. You, you, you're with each other 18 hours a day, yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, and so it, it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm a big advocate uh, of Techstars. They've been, you know, after the program, they've been so supportive of me yeah. um, and, and, and our journey and just, you know, just like me personally, you know, Mark, Mark Solon, who's one of the, the partners at the front at, at, on the venture side. Yeah. You know, I just had a phone call with him, got three days ago. And like we're we're, in, we're on the phone in tears, yeah. like talking to each other. And I got I remember getting out the call and just being like, wow, that was phenomenal. Like I, I could just be Clarence. Yep. And they were OK. And it wasn't this like, bro, you know, this <laughs> like this. You got to be saying you're crushing it. Yep. You know, the, the whole phone call was <laughs> the like. Gary V thing. Yeah. 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 And, 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 you know, Gary V has his his purpose, man. And yeah. like, like for certain people, Gary V is great for him. Yep. And, and, and guess what? Like I post some of his stuff. Like some yep. of his stuff is just like really good stuff. Yes. But I, I think most of the time people, there, there's so much fluff out here. Yeah. Around entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, I hope that people view me as like opposite of fluff and he's just gives us to us raw and uncut. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, and you mentioned it upstairs, and I've mentioned it on the, on the, on the blog here before, there is just this, uh, people create this thing around what it is to be a founder, right? I right. mean, there's just this assumption that this life that we're living is just sunshine and roses and champagne and convertibles and sports cars and just all this <laughs> insanity, right? Um, and it isn't. And we're not doing this because it's easy. Right. We're doing this because we have to. We're doing it because this is the way we're hardwired, right? And right. if we weren't doing this, we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. Right. And we wouldn't have a fulfilling life. And so we're making this uh, a priority for us to get to. But the thing that I also love about entrepreneurship is that, look, we've had very different backgrounds in our life. Right. Incredibly different backgrounds. It, it doesn't mean... Uh, that I haven't had hardships in my life. I've had many hardships, vastly different from the hardships you've had in your life, vastly different from the hardships other entrepreneurs have had in their life. But what is amazing about entrepreneurship is at this stage in our life, we are experiencing the same highs and lows. Exactly. It brings us together. Yep. This startup community is incredible. We don't even care about the background anymore. We don't right. care what we were doing before. Now we're here to rally around each other and right. make sure that we're all successful. Right. Your success does not mean I'm not successful. Right. I've said that multiple times. I want you to be successful. I want you to be insanely successful. It doesn't mean I'm not going to have insane success myself, right. hopefully. Right. right. And so I know that you feel very strongly about supporting the community. Mm -hmm. I know you're heavily involved in St. Paul with... Mm -hmm. The mayor, mm -hmm. who is amazing. Amazing guy. Um, did you want to talk a little bit about that support? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I am. I think we all are products of other people that fed, mm -hmm. you know, and that, that breathed life into to us. And I, I, it is amazing to me when I don't see founders um, being intentional yeah. 
about helping other founders, right? And look, we're we're, we're all busy, and I, and I get it, right? And I'm I'm busy just like the next man, um, but I believe that you you do the things that are priority to you. And so part of my priority is when a founder reach out and he has a real ask, yeah. um, if I have an answer, I need to give it to him. Yeah. Uh, if I have an hour for a cup of coffee, I need to give it to him. Yeah. Um, and that's on, you know, I, I, I tell founders often, when you're reaching out to another founder who you feel like is is more successful to you or like at a stage yeah. farther along than you, yeah. like you have to be very, very direct, yes, right? Because time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have the capacity to read an eight-paragraph email. This has happened before, right? It's yeah. like, hi, my name is blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 right? And it's like, <laughs> by the time you got to your ass, you're eight paragraphs in, I'm falling asleep on the email, right? Yes. Like, I encourage, just reach out. Yes. Right? Just reach out. Hey, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this problem yep i think this might be a place where you can give me an answer at yep would you mind meeting for a coffee or something yep. like those emails are the best because it's like oh two seconds and then i get to determine yep whether i have what you need and i can either go back and say hey man yeah like here's the answer yep no need to do coffee here's the answer yep. or this is a longer answer than i can give an email yep. let's meet for a coffee or yep. no i can't help you yeah and let's move on so so you know one of my big thing is is there were so many people that that gave time to me when I didn't deserve it. Absolutely. I think that we all uh, kind of feel like we're in that position, right? Like where did this support come from? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I I'm really big on giving, that's like white, black, purple, brown. Sure. Like I don't care. Sure. Um, we, I, I, I wish that we did more of it as a community. Yeah. I wish that we even more like when you go out to the Valley, like, this was great about the Valley. Mm-hmm. Opposite of the other stuff that the Valley has going on, high rent and mortgage and all that kind of stuff. The the thing that separates the Valley from other places like Minneapolis, um, you see this in Denver. Denver actually has a strong community around this. When you ask for help in the Valley, you ain't going to get one or two. You're going to get like 20 founders, just like whatever you need, come them out. Like literally, I hit up founders from the Valley when I'm traveling out there. And... It's funny. I'm in town with certain people, yep. and I'm like, "Hey, man, you want to connect?" Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. And this dude could be running a company that raised 120 million dollars, and like super busy. I send an email. Hey, I'm coming into town. Yep. And a few minutes later, yeah. Hey, here's our address. Here's our admin. Like, set up a time. Let's do it. Yep. And I, I think that is the big, 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 big difference between. A lot of communities, like so. When you look at Denver, Denver is successful because it's founder-led. Yes. Um, te- uh, Austin, Texas, is what it is because it's founder-led. Yes. San Francisco is founder-led, and I think we're just in that transitioning point here, yep. where we're getting away from the old guard. Yep. So the old money, the people that want want to give you twenty five thousand dollars for fifty one percent of your company, like that old guard. Yeah. And we have the Ryan brochures, and we yep. have you know the the Brett Bros, and we have those guys in town. Yep. We're like, this is how it's supposed to look. Yep. Because they've done it, and they know how it's supposed to look. Yep. Um, and I, I, you can see that transition. Like five years ago, we were way different. Yep. Five years from now, we're going to be even more different. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that is part of why I wanted to even create this vlog and podcast, right? I, there's tremendous value in this community. And, I, and it's hard sometimes for founders to introduce themselves to right. someone else. They, 
if they don't have a sales background or a business development background or a company background, you know, building a business, they don't know the right ways to try to open those doors. Right. right. And, you know, we get approached all the time on LinkedIn the wrong way. We don't need to go into details on those. Right. Um, but this is my way of putting people like you in front of people that are willing to listen. Right. There's going to be tremendous value at any event that you speak at. I have been there for enough of them that I know that and I can say that. Thank you. People need to show up for these things. People need to pay attention when the opportunities are there. It, it's This can be just as valuable as somebody watching having an actual coffee with you. Right. Because what are you going to say any different than what you just said on my show and what you just said at Mikolai's show? Probably nothing. Probably nothing. <laughs> right. So take this information. Right. Learn from it. Move forward from there. But... But yes, I want this community to become that. I want us to all celebrate each other and the risks we're taking, the successes we're having, the things that we're creating, the dreams that we're fulfilling. And the failures. And the failures. failures. Look, let's be honest about them. Yep. Don't hide the failures. Right. It's a reality. It yep. happens. Um, but no, this has been absolutely great having you on. I need to cut us off because this has been the longest vlog I've done. And I keep <laughs> telling people I'm going to try to keep this at 25 minutes. We're at 35 minutes now. I knew this would happen with right. you. It's fine. But right. look, if anybody um, does want to connect with you, what would be your recommendation for the best way to connect with you? Yeah. So, you know, LinkedIn without selling me yep. is, is a great place. Just you know, send me a note on LinkedIn. I would love okay. to connect. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm on Twitter. It's just Clarence underscore Bathia. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, that, I mean, like I'm, I'm around town, so you can yeah. always find me. Just go to your events. Go to the places sure. you're speaking. Yeah, come to yeah. come to events. Come, you know, um, hit me up on Twitter. I'm really active okay. there. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, any, any, you know, anybody ever want to connect? Like, I'm easy to find. So I'll make sure to tag you on LinkedIn when this goes live, okay. so that people can easily just connect with you or shoot you a question if they have one. Um, and I really appreciate you being on here. No problem, man. You've been an absolute inspiration to me for a long time now. Thank you. I tell everybody about you. I love your leadership style. I love your uh, just the way you conduct yourself around business. I love the entire just mentality that you have. And so anytime I'm able to be in a room with you is a highlight of my day. Thank you so much for making a little bit of time for me today. No, no problem. Same here, man. I All really right. appreciate our friendship. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. No problem. All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Have a great day. Bye. So what do you think? Pretty good, right? We have plenty of other episodes on our website at thefoundersmentality.com. And don't worry, you don't only have to listen to these episodes. If you prefer to watch a video, we do videotape every single episode and post them every other week on our website. Again, the web address is thefoundersmentality.com. This has been Josh Feedy. It's been an honor bringing this information and these guests to you, and I hope you continue listening. Don't forget to give us a share. Talk to you next time. Bye.